Hello, hello. Welcome to another Wednesday of the Sassy Truth. This is episode five, and we are talking about what fit people really eat. This is Maddie Poppert, and next to me is Mr. Matt Vance Sumerin. Hello. Thank you for having me on this Sassy Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Tell us about yourself. So I have been training for about 10 years, and uh, I went to Michigan Tech up in the UP of Michigan. Oh, it's a little chilly up there. A little, little cold, yeah. A little, a little nipply. <laughs> little nipply. Uh, I did my undergrad there with the aspirations to go on for my PhD, and as I was working towards my master's, a training job kind of fell into my lap, and from there I've just continued to to train and I love it. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And tell us, you also have a master's, right? Um, yep. I have a master's in kinesiology from Oakland University. So he's the professor, you guys, he's smart. <laughs> That's why I have him on today. So oh, yes. in case you don't believe the shit I say, you should at least believe the shit Matt says. <laughs> yeah, That's right. <laughs> All right. So what do fit people really eat, Matt? You're a fit person. You train fit people. I eat, you know, donuts, Starburst minis, <laughs> Captain Crunch, uh, I mean, I do eat those, but I wouldn't say I have those every day. Uh, pretty much, I eat what I tell my clients to eat. You know, I have eggs for breakfast with two slices of bacon, piece of toast, and an apple. So okay. I'm doing that. I get chicken and spinach for lunch or cool. dinner all the time. You eat a lot of seafood too. I you do. Like I'm a big. I'm a, bi- a big fish guy. I like. Uh, I like salmon. I okay. Like, I like my white fish. So a lot of fish. I'm always down for that. Cool. And how often, so the question that someone asked me in the survey was very specifically like, how often do you eat donuts? How often do you eat pizza or drink beer and those kinds of things? I wouldn't say I, I really consciously think about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've had donuts for three days this week. Um, <laughs> which it, it, that's happened. I mean, I can say that I've, I have done that, but I would say Absolutely. Ge- generally, generally it's like one to two days or even like a little, I'll have a little snack during the day, uh, uh-huh. um, each day. So, but realistically, I would say I would have a, a bad meal, maybe once or twice a uh, a week, and and I'm fine with it. Yeah, uh, I will say. My job allows me to, and just like you, we are very active. We're always walking around, so I'm getting, I'm burning energy. Whereas somebody that at, at a desk, they probably don't have that kind of leeway. Absolutely. We jump around, listen to music, walking around. I think I get at least 15,000 steps a day at work. Yeah. So we're constantly moving. So we do have a little bit more leeway. When you're talking to trainers or um, people who have really active jobs, anything with manual labor, you do end up with a little bit more leeway because you're burning calories so much more all day long. Whereas people who are sitting down all day... Not so much. Sorry for the desk job, folks. Those those fingers tapping away aren't burning a whole lot. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'll give you a little feedback on what I do personally. I have chocolate almost every single day. Chocolate is something that I really enjoy. Um... But my, I keep my meals super simple, super relatively clean. I mean, I definitely, like today for breakfast, I'm having an RX bar and a protein shake that's filled with spinach and fruit and bananas because you know how I love bananas. <laughs> um, and lunch today, I will probably have leftover pork and broccoli. And then dinner tonight is chili. After the chili, I will definitely have chocolate. I make room for that in my diet every day because if I find myself cutting myself off from stuff, telling myself chocolate's bad, I can't have it, then I end up eating a ton later on and it makes me feel sick and terrible because 
then I just allow myself to overeat on it. So if I allow myself a little bit every day, there we go. Yeah, and go, because I cut people off when I talk. No, I would, all, <laughs> I would just say uh, with that point, you know, one thing that I don't necessarily like about, about having a designated cheat meal is that you can get into this, this thing where you're looking at what you're eating and you're looking forward to that cheat meal all the time. And then you just splurge on it and yeah. you eat everything and then you feel like crap, but then you reset yourself. And it's just kind of like this, this one step forward, two steps back. Whereas where you're doing it, you're allowing it and you're getting those cravings. You crave chocolate. So you're adhering to them a little bit. You're not going all in in with it and that's going to make it more sustainable throughout as yeah. opposed to uh you know the the cheat day i just don't i don't like that because i think i think you you have these cravings and you need to you need to kind of enjoy them Absolutely. and enjoy food everybody enjoys food shouldn't be something that you really stress over yeah you don't want to be eating like dry salads and chicken all week and then all of a sudden on the weekends you're consuming five thousand calories a day and going crazy because you're like it's cheat weekend (laughs) instead try and incorporate a little bit more throughout the week so that your weekends look more like your weekdays and you'll have days where okay i ate too much a little bit too much food that's okay I'll start over tomorrow. Um, But if you're constantly on that cycle of eating super strict for a few days and then binging on the weekends, you're never going to get anywhere. Right. And and your weekends are generally where you're out of your routine too. So it's more important to plan like she's, like Maddie's doing with the chocolate. It's built into her day. She knows she's going to have it. Well, she knows what her work schedule is during this week. On the weekends, she might not come in. So she doesn't have the same active uh, 15,000 steps. Yeah. Drinking. Let's talk about drinking because yeah. drinking your calories drinking is a beers tricky thing. Or drinking like <laughs> shakes. Um, not protein shakes. Okay. I'm talking beer, margaritas, nah. the good stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How often do you have beer, Matt? What What do you? What is my drink? Yeah. I'm not a big dr- beer drinker. Okay. I'm mostly wine. So okay. I, I drink wine or I like my whiskey. Do you I, save it for like when you're with friends or like what's kind of your, yeah, your plan I would, there? I would say I'm a, a mostly social drinker. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're a social drinker. <laughs> uh, I, no, I don't, I don't sit on my lazy boy at home with my six pack and, and, and watch, watch TVs. No, I am a social drinker. I'm, not right. a big, I'm just not a big drinker in, in general. I'm actually in the same boat as Matt, which is probably not helpful for those of you who who enjoy your alcohol, which is totally fine. Um, like I said before, my thing's chocolate. But when I do want to drink, I plan, I'm like, okay, I know I have a birthday party or a wedding or something. So I know I'm not going to drink all week because I, I'm going to a wedding. Right. I'm, that's where I'm going to have my five maybe drinks. I don't know. Who <laughs> five know? It maybe not, I don't know. <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> don't judge it. <laughs> Um, so I definitely plan out your week ahead of time. If you have like a party coming up or an event and you know, there's going to be alcohol there, you know, you're going to want to drink, make sure you save your drinking for then. I mean, if in the middle of the week and your kids are driving you crazy, maybe try and, you know, <laughs> kick them out of the house, get a babysitter or something. Yeah. Don't, uh, <laughs> resort to the bottle of wine in the back of your cupboards. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think it, you follow the 80-20 rule with it. Yes, you, explain uh, the 80-20 rule so the 80, to us, Matt. 80-20 rule, basically you want to do everything right 80% of the time and then 20% of the time you you can kind of let loose and deviate off plan. 
Uh, one thing I like to tell a lot of the clients is, is strive for progress, not perfection. So with the 80-20, that's where you're, you're going for it. If you try and, and eat clean 100% every single day, 365, you will fail. It is so incredibly hard mentally on your body. I mean, it's just, if that's what you want, you can do it, but you're going to have tough times. So with the 80-20, you give yourself that leeway to have the parties and and have your five drinks. Yeah. Yep. And to answer, they, this person was very specific about like, how often do you eat pizza? For me, honestly, maybe once or twice a month. It depends. If I'm going for pizza, and when I go for pizza, I'm not doing like cauliflower crust with some broccoli on top. No, fuck that. <laughs> I'm going to get myself Jets barbecue chicken pizza, oh, yeah. and I'm going to dip it in Jets ranch, and it's going to be delicious. So I'm not going to eat crappy pizza all month long. I'm going to eat real pizza one or two times a month and really enjoy it. Otherwise, if I eat Jets barbecue chicken pizza all the time, I'm going to feel like garbage. Yes. And Matt's going to have to roll me down the street <laughs> to get to work. Come on. Yes. Come on, Maddie. <laughs> so that's just to give you more of a, an exact number on how many times I personally really eat pizza. Yeah, um, I think, I think those, those kind of polarizing cheap meals when, when you talk about your pizzas, your, your cakes, ice cream, things of that, uh, tra- us as trainers – realistically maybe once or twice a month is when you have it like i don't i don't go and splurge with the pizza b-dubs is my thing and i'll get like the 25 bonus <laughs> thing i'll douse them in my blue cheese and give me some uh, chips and salsa do you eat your celery and your carrot sticks i do, get the, I do get the carrot sticks and i better i do eat those but but with that uh now i lost my train of thought Oh, you're talking about yeah, beat-ups. So, beat so we, we do have them, but once or twice a month. I mean, it, it is very much a special occasion. Yeah. And because I think it's just because it makes, for me, it makes me feel, I feel terrible after I have like, <laughs> like, like digested, like my stomach, not like. My, not like, not like my, he feels bad about emotionally, himself. Emotionally, I'm not, I'm not there with a tub he, of ice cream. He but, just looks for 25 <laughs> weeks pregnant. Yeah. Like, oh my God. No, I, uh, Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I think that uh, pretty much sums it up. I got nothing. Everything in moderation. Thanks for being on here, Matt. You betcha. Thank you. Next week, we are going to talk about... Matt, what are we going to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Hmm. Hmm. Let's look here. What do the people want to hear? The people definitely want to hear about breathing, exercises, and conditioning. So I think we're going to kind of throw some exercises all into one. So next week, we're going to talk about... Why certain, certain exercises should be done, like squats, deadlifts, those kinds of things, your main lifts. Cardio versus conditioning, we'll talk a little bit about that. I have touched on that before. Maddie's got a good, good stance on cardio. That is, uh, I'm interested to hear that. <laughs> you know my thoughts on cardio. Yes. Um, and then the last thing that will be in there is breathing while lifting. So just kind of all talking about movement next week, how to move. How to breathe while you move. Breathing's number one. You should always be breathing. Um, But yeah, have a lovely week. Make good life choices. Thanks, Matt. You bet. Bye. Bye.